Hey, welcome to Wayfair, where we're just going up around the bend of Lent. In the midst of the slurry of sound bites, this podcast is like anti-media. It's filled with gaps and places for you to join in and respond. It's like a continental breakfast for your soul. There's fruit and toast and bagels and muffins, and they've even got Lucky Charms and some Greek yogurt and lots of coffee. But only until 9.30, so don't be late. It's only half finished on its own, though. This needs you to be complete. Together, we'll explore a variety of spiritual practices, old and new, from Lectio Divina to guided prayers and meditations. And each day of the week, we'll focus on a particular attitude or a spiritual posture. Today, we're thinking about gratitude as we look again at the Beatitudes. Now, throughout the podcast, you'll encounter a variety of voices, and you'll even be invited to participate. There will be places for you to respond in prayers and readings and songs. So join in as you feel led, unless you're still at that continental breakfast. And if you are, have another bagel for me. So, listen to your heart. Be attentive to the spark of the divine within you as we journey together. This is Don Hart. Will you pray with me? I'll pray a sentence, and then I'll leave a space for you to respond with, I'm awake. So after I pray a sentence, you can respond with, I am awake. Let's pray again. Wake up and see the light of God pouring down. Wake up and hear God's love song trickling through. Wake up and feel the arms of God welcoming us in. Wake up and find the smile of God toward you. Wake up and join the chorus of the beloved. Amen. Thank you. Trace the sky from edge to edge Morning's birth to evening's death Orange blues and purple spread Your love is wider still And your love is wider still 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 Imagine what the ocean hides Far beneath the shimmering light Dark beginning of the tides Your love is deeper still And your love is deeper still Your love is 
is deeper still. Your love is deeper still. Your love is deeper still. Dream of ancient mountain heights Silent in the morning light Past the point where clouds can climb Your love is higher still And your love is higher still your love is higher still. Your love is higher still. Your love is higher still. See green trees stand resolute Bearing wind and rain unmoved Hidden strength submerged in roots Your love is stronger still And your love is stronger still your love is stronger still. 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 Your love is higher still. Your love is deeper still, your love is wider still. This week as we continue our Lenten theme of unlearning, we're thinking about unlearning power. As we look at the Beatitudes again, it occurred to me that these are all really talking about a sort of paradoxical power, a power that lives in weakness. Maybe it's a power that we naturally embody in our weaknesses. Maybe the Beatitudes are things that we actually can become in a way. This made me think of a story that Bill Campbell told that I think shed some light on our becoming a beatitude and embodying this very blessing to others. Here's Bill. When I was down, my wife and I were down in Mississippi uh, several years ago. We had a little cousin who was about nine or ten years old who was in a very bad situation, we thought, and she seemed to want to come and live with us. And um, we thought, well, we can't do that because of various legal financial tangles. And so when we drove away from the town in Mississippi where she lives, I could see her in the rearview mirror, that child, and I felt terrible. I thought somehow 
this doesn't seem to be a good situation and I'm not doing anything to relieve it. Well, after we got home and I thought about it a lot, I remembered how cheered I was when I was a young person by my father reading to us or telling us stories. So I made up a series of verses for this nine-year-old girl and uh, sent it on down to her, hoping to make her laugh and hoping to somehow suggest that maybe out of what looks like a bad situation, good things can come. So I wrote a poem and I sent it to her, and she eventually was delighted with it and could even recite parts of it. So this is sort of for child, a child or children or grown-ups who are still somewhat childish. It's called How the Princess of All Mississippi Made Her Very First Sweet Berry Pie. When Megan Elizabeth Whitlock went out in her garden that day, she took both her bow and her arrows to frighten intruders away. And following closely behind her, more closely as each second passed, a frog, a raccoon, and a turtle, who thought this summer day was their last, for bears were at work in the garden with a frightening look on each face, devouring berries by pawfuls and making a wreck of the place. But seeing her armed and approaching, they started to tremble and cry, Please don't shoot us with arrows, dear princess, or condemn fellow creatures to die. I never intended, she told them, to cause fellow creatures to die, just to frighten you off from devouring the berries I need for a pie. When they saw her, so sweet and so friendly, they paused and came up with a plan. They would gather the berries she needed while she smoothed out the dough in the pan. So sweetly they worked at her bidding, and so sweetly they came to her call that she couldn't refrain from remarking, you are very sweet bears after all. In one hour their pie was completed and emerged from the oven at last. Then they all of them sat down together to enjoy the delicious repast and whose piece was the largest or smallest, not one of them cared in the least, for the friendship made everyone's portion an equal delight and a feast. And that, say the people of Fulton, is how, on the very first try, the princess of all Mississippi made her very first sweet berry pie. Well, that's the poem, and as it turned out, um, I started writing more poems for the same measure, and it turned into a series of things with Christian symbolism, which I hope aren't heavy-handed, but suggestive. And I remember my mother saying, forgive my incorrect pronunciation, she used to speak in Spanish from time to time, echando de perder se aprende, making mistakes you learn. Something good can come out of bad things. After you've made a mistake, you can learn from it. Well, the bad situation in her case, that is in Megan's case, turned out all right. 
although with many struggles, she is now a teacher in uh, grammar school and doing very well. I think this story illustrates the way that we can become a blessing to others, ways that we can use this paradoxical power of grace to find creative ways to make a difference. Jesus invites us to think beyond the dualistic, black-and-white options that really seem to be the default for our culture. We're welcomed into this divine collaboration to find creative solutions to human suffering. Now, maybe you're not a poet or a preacher, but maybe you make great brownies or quilts. Maybe you're good with finances. Maybe you can fix plumbing or you can replace shingles. Maybe you've got some time to drive somebody to the doctor. Maybe you draw or maybe you paint. Maybe you really make people feel welcome and at home. And Maybe you can sit with people while they're struggling with grief. So you, yes, you right there, you are invited into a divine collaboration to find solutions to human suffering, to foster hope and wholeness and dignity. You may bring beauty through poetry or food or transportation or financial consultations or hugs or organizational skills. There's a power in the little things. There's a strength in simple acts of love and generosity. So for our practice today, let's invite God to make us Beatitudes. Let's ask God to open our eyes to see how we can share love and grace and acceptance with the world around us. You may want to center yourself with a phrase like, God, I join you in bringing wholeness. Let's pray together. God, you have invited us to collaborate with you for life and wholeness. You have made us each unique. Open our eyes to see new ways that we can be the love and compassion our community and our world needs.
thank you, God, for dwelling within us. Help us to join you in your good work. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we're collecting Beatitudes. You know, the sayings of Jesus we find at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the meek. Who would Jesus call blessed today? Write your own Beatitude and call it in. Just leave a message at 859-813-0150. That's 859-813-0150. Or you can find the number in our show notes for the day. Wayfarer is a production of Central Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky, a loving, healthy, and progressive gathering of Christians where everyone is welcome, no exceptions. Find out more about Central at lexcentral.com. This episode was produced by me, Aaron Austin. Thanks to everyone who joined in, and thanks to you for listening. Join us tomorrow for another step along the journey.